you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. If you haven't heard, it's a good idea to fit probiotics into your daily routine. Fortunately, Nature's Way women's probiotic pearls make that so easy. These adorable little pearls couldn't be easier to take, and they support both digestive and vaginal health, all because of the probiotics. There are actually one billion active cultures protecting against occasional bloating, constipation, and digestive discomfort, all in one tiny little pearl. To learn more about Nature's Way women's probiotic pearls and how they can fit into your routine, visit naturesway.com. Awards Watch says Liam Neeson is at his best. Don't miss In the Land of Saints and Sinners. Having left his dark past behind, retired hitman Finbar Murphy, played by Neeson, leads a quiet life in a remote coastal Irish town. But when a menacing crew of terrorists arrive, Finbar is drawn into a vicious game of cat and mouse, forcing him to choose between exposing his secret identity or defending his friends and neighbors. In the Land of Saints and Sinners, from Samuel Goldwyn Films and Sony Pictures Home Entertainment. Watch it now on digital. Rated R. NFL Now is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Rice taking a shot and is able to get it away. What a strike. It'll be Robinson to the second level and beyond. Touchdown. That's Bijan Robinson. He waited too long and down he goes. Look at the physicality of Jalen Carter. My, oh my. Under immediate pressure off the edge and cannot escape. Will Anderson. Oh my gosh. Stroud fires and it is grabbed in the end zone. C.J. Stroud. Wow, what a throw. But is one of the biggest stops along the path to the draft, the NFL Scouting Combine here in Indianapolis, Indiana, the 2023 version now off and running. All talk right now, but in two days, 319 of the very best college football players with an on-field interview as they go through off-field interviews as well. Here, there is the site of the Combine Drills Lucas Oil Stadium, home of the Colts this week home to the NFL Scouting Combine. Welcome, everybody. Another live hour of NFL Now at the Combine here with you in Indianapolis. I'm Rhett Lewis. I'm here with NFL Network insider Ian Rappaport. Uh, Ian, I know this is one of your favorite weeks of the year. Uh, mine as well. Uh, so much going on. But as I mentioned, it, it is all talk right now, right? It's all coaches and GMs up at the podiums like the ones here just behind us. And we also had uh, a few join us uh, here. Andy Reid is still to come uh, in this edition of NFL Now. I see him lurking. You do seem around? Yeah. But in the meantime, let's get to what is new right now. And that is, of course, uh, with some of the GMs and coaches already at the podium. We've got some news uh, to get to. Russell Wilson, big part uh, of the Denver Broncos news cycle. Not a great year, obviously, in Denver, which has now led to a new head coach. Sean Payton was at the podium today. The new head coach of the Broncos talking about Russell Wilson, talking about his coaching staff and much more here now the head coach of the Broncos. We've spoken, text, but um, this is this is the time of the year where these guys are away for, you know, and 
I've talked periodically with Drew as well. Those guys, I think, live near each other in, in San Diego. Um, and right towards the end, Drew was finally texting me like, hey, if you're going to take this job, please do it because he's wearing me out. Yeah, we're, we're looking forward to the start of the season. Obviously, um, certainly for Russell's standards and, and the Broncos' standards, it wasn't the type of year that they wanted. Um, and typically, that's why new head coaches arrive. Now we go to the number one overall pick in this year's draft, which currently belongs to the Chicago Bears. But for how much longer? Certainly, Justin Fields, who wears number one for the Bears, factors into that discussion. Are they shopping the number one pick because they're satisfied with Justin Fields? Or could Justin Fields be on the move? Is that a possibility? Something that Ryan Poles was asked today here at the Combine. That's the plan right now. Um, and like I said, we're going to do our homework on, on this class. And if something changes, and again, I'll just use the same statement, we got to be blown away uh, to say, you know what, I think this is best for our organization. Nothing's changed there. I saw, you know, the, the deal from yesterday in terms of leaning one way or the other. You know, I think that's always been the case. We've always leaned that way because Justin did some really good things. I'm excited about where his game's going to go. Um, but at the same time, when you sit in our situation at one overall, you have to do your due diligence. You have to investigate everything. You got to spend time with those guys just to make sure we're making the right decision. Ryan Poles, uh, they're talking about the many options that they have with the number one pick. Uh, Ian Rappaport, uh, again, here with me. What's your understanding of the Bears' plan at number one right now? Well, first of all, it's Ryan, what Ryan Poles is saying is true. They wanted to do, and this really has been the plan since the season ended, was evaluate all the quarterbacks, get a landscape, how good are they? Right. Who do they like? Where do they stack up? Get through the combine and then make a firm decision on Justin Fields. So what he is saying is consistent with what has been the plan. And, you know, th the question would then be like, well, what do they need to know? Isn't Justin Fields your starting quarterback? Well, this is his job. This is Ryan Poles' job is to figure out, are they absolutely sure? Is Fields graded higher than any of these quarterbacks coming out? My guess is the answer is yes, and Fields stays, but they can't know that for sure until they get through the process. If they assume Justin Fields is their guy, then it seems that trading the pick makes the most sense because they're going to get the most for it. I mean, this is how you build. Yeah. You have the number one pick, and you don't need a quarterback. You trade it for someone else, to someone else for a lot, and you use those picks to build the foundation. That seems like the plan going forward for the Bears. Well, and evaluating these quarterbacks, though, also helps them understand the value that they might get for number one. Like, if right. they feel like, all right, look, C.J. Stroud might be a can't-miss prospect. Bryce Young might be the best we've seen in the last five years. And then they can assess that value with other teams as they try to no, make the move up. That's a great point. And, yeah. and I think that's part of it because, you know, I think we all think about, okay, well, the Bears are obviously going to trade. So going from nine to one is worth X. Well, it's different every year based on the talent you're trading for. You're right. not trading for abstract picks. You're trading for talented players. So what is that worth? Is it? Yeah you know, two ones and two twos, like, okay, well, that's a really good player, but the you have chart to know. can offer us some help there, too. All right, Daniel right. Jeremiah, our uh, NFL Network draft uh, lead draft. You might have heard of him, our lead draft analyst here. In NFL. Yeah, he did his, you know, hours-long conference call on Friday and actually went into all that 
the Bears could get for that number one pick with all the different options, uh, certainly. So um, I think that's a big part of it, too, is the value yeah. of the quarterbacks. But again, the number one pick is is worth what a team will give to you, essentially, right. at the end of the day. Uh, right now, we are going to head back to Andrew Siciliano, just uh, about 20 yards away, who's got a Super Bowl champion with him. Who does not have to worry about picking first overall. Thank you, guys. Andy Reid, you are picking 31st overall as the draft comes to Kansas City, which is a great problem to have because you won the thing again. Congratulations. How's life as a two-time <laughs> Super Bowl champion? No, it's great. Yeah, no, it's great. I'm, I'm so happy for our city to have the opportunity to have the draft there for our organization. Brett Veach, he's got a little pressure on him now. It's back in, you know, it's right here in Kansas City, so... Um, but we look forward to it. Uh, Patrick said, I believe, uh, on stage at the parade that he had made a promise that when the draft was here, you guys would be picking last. So there. Yeah, well, he, he's good at those predictions. Have you uh, had any time to breathe whatsoever? Coaches that win, and, and you've been down this road before, generally say that they're behind. Like, there's no vacation time. There's no time to have any family time or any chance to reflect. Yeah, well, I, I did. I went to California, but I, uh, where I've got a property out there, and my wife, my wife and I were able to get away. However, um, my my staff, I've, I've got to put that back together, and I lost a big component of that with uh, Eric Bieniemy. So Eric went to Washington, as we know, as the offensive coordinator. So um, I had to do my inter go through the interview process, but it's a lot better doing that when you're looking at the ocean <laughs> than, than not. So uh, I, I was able to go out there and uh, get busy. Since you mentioned Eric, let's let's talk sure. about him. You have said multiple times how happy you are for him. We had him on last week. I think everyone agrees it's great that he gets his chance to, to run his own ship. Is there any part of you, though, that's angry that he had to make that move, that his next step wouldn't be sitting in a chair like yours? Well, listen, I mean, I was hoping that, that he honestly would be able to get a head coaching job from the seat that he was sitting in. I'm not going to tell you that. So the, the, it, I feel any different than that. Uh, I don't know if angry is the right term. I know how things work. Um, but I'm, I am so happy for him that he has a chance to work with a good friend of mine, Ron Rivera. Ron's a tremendous human being, a great football coach. He's a defensive coach, although he knows both sides, but he's, he mainly focuses on the defense. And so uh, this gives uh, EB an opportunity to sit there and have his own, his own show. This is his name on it and only his name. And that's, uh, I think it's, it, for all the time and effort that he's put in, I think it's a great reward there. And I think it will be tremendous for Washington. He will, he brings great energy. I, I think the, the players will feel that. And if they just listen to him, man, he'll, he'll get, them, get them where they want to go on the offensive side. And we definitely felt that energy last week yeah. after his press conference when, when he joined us live. Let's go back to Patrick Mahomes. Was there ever a point, now that everything is done, was there ever a point, whether it be against Jacksonville or in the Super Bowl, where you thought, this is it, he's done, he's not coming back? Listen, I, I never think that with him because, <laughs> because of the way he's wired. Um, and so I, I know... Great athletes have a way of overcoming things. I, I, my job is to make sure that they're not putting themselves in more jeopardy than what they should be putting themselves in on a football field. So, uh, you know, th thus that we did the x-ray and made sure we took care of that, even though he fought me to all the way the machine with it. But it, it, that part's important for young coaches to make sure they, they do that part. 
And he didn't that, want to get the x-ray because he didn't want to hear potentially bad news. Well, whatever. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Or go all the way up there to get it, you know, so and he didn't want to miss any plays. So, but anyways, he, he um, nothing amazes me about the kid. He, he, he loves playing the game. He's tough, obviously, and he's very smart. I know a lot of the Netflix show they were going to see was him at home, him with Brittany, him with the family, but some of it was actually in your building during practice. What are we going to learn? Anything about Patrick Mahomes that we didn't already know? I think, I think you'll learn, well, I don't know if that will be it, but uh, I think you'll uh, learn that he's a great father, uh, cares, cares about his wife and his children. Um, I, I, th I think you'll also see that he's a great teammate uh, on the field. And, and this is during the grunt time, the practice time, when, which, uh, you know, can be a challenge when you get to week 16, 17, you know. So, but he, he's upbeat. He wants to dominate every play. And he wants to be great every play. And he tells the huddle that all the time. So I think you'll see that. I think you'll see his relationship with the coaches and, uh, and how he interacts with them and how proactive he is with things. Uh, and, and willing to try just about anything there on the football field. Let's talk about your off-season roster possibilities here. I know you and Brett Veach were just on the podium. You were asked not only about Orlando Brown, but about Frank Clark. Can you realistically see them both back with workable numbers? Yeah, there's a possibility. I mean, we're, we're so young into this thing that um, I'm not sure we've declared anything, you know, and Brett deals with all this. I, I he relieves that off of my table so or off of my plate yeah, I, I don't have to worry too much about it he takes care of that that for me so uh, but I tell you uh, nothing nothing surprises me nothing's impossible and um, and if they both ended up back with us I could see that if they ended up having to go we had to end up going a different direction or they had to go a different direction we understand that but most of all we appreciate the two guys two two great guys two good teammates all right, last thing. Uh, the competition committee yesterday, the Rams had a proposal where they would make roughing the passer reviewable. You obviously remember week five, the Chris Jones play, Derek Carr, remember that vividly. You, after the game, said maybe there's some kind of middle ground, some way to, to fix plays like that. Would you be in support of making roughing the passer reviewable? Well, yeah, I mean, I was just in that uh, the meeting, so I... Uh, I would, um, but I know there's a lot that goes into that. So there's uh, there are a lot of different angles that go into it. So I understand if you don't. I understand if you did. Um, the thing that, that that won't be talked about, I don't think, is that the number of roughing the passer calls, uh, in particular ones that as coaches we thought were missed, were were depleted the second right out after that play in the Atlanta play. They they. They, they dissipated, so you weren't getting a lot of those. And when you did get them, they were very accurate with what they were, what they were doing. So you don't necessarily think it's, it's something that's going to pass? Well, I don't know that. I mean, I'm not here to judge on that. There are a lot of voices that go into that that are a lot bigger than what I – well, not physically bigger, <laughs> but bigger, bigger than I am. So <laughs> On that note, Andy Reid, congratulations. I appreciate you. Again. Thank you for everything. You do a great job, too. Thank man. you, sir. I yep. appreciate it. Likewise. Andy Reid. Two-time Super Bowl winning head coach. All right, new right now on NFL.com, Bucky Brooks. 
If you log on to .com, has his new mock draft, and he has Jalen Carter going one overall to the Bears. Again, the Bears, as it stands, still do hold the first overall pick. And then Bucky has Bryce Young at two, Will Anderson at three, and then the hometown team here in Indy. The Colts taking C.J. Stroud at four. The drills begin on Thursday on NFL Network and on NFL Plus. The D-line and the linebackers coming up first, working towards the O-line and the running backs on Sunday. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower... 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual-wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring with access to over 6 million active hourly workers. Snag a job is the all in one solution for hiring high quality employees who can cover all your needs on demand, tempt to hire part time or full time. You name the position warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah. Snag a job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. You're watching NFL Now, NFL Network, a six-hour extravaganza here on a Tuesday, getting ready for the drills on Thursday at the Combine. What did the Atlanta Falcons do at quarterback? They're picking eighth overall. Last year, they had a rookie, Desmond Ritter, play the second part of the season, went two and two as a starter. Terry Fontenot, your thoughts? We're going to add to the position, and we've been really clear with um, how we feel about Desmond Ritter and, and, and what he's done to this point in his career. He's his makeup and, and just the way he he's handled every role that he's been in and what he did over the last four games of the season. He dealt with adversity. He, he got off the mat. He kept fighting. So Desmond's done some good things, um, and, and, and we know he's going to continue to improve this offseason, and yet we're going to add to the position, um, whether it's free agency, the draft, or both. Um, we've talked about the quarterback position and how we want to make sure we continue to add to that position, and we want to keep bringing players in. So. Um, really excited about Desmond, and yet we're going to add to the position. All right, there is Terry Fontenot, GM of the Falcons. Steve White, he kind of said the same thing when he was sitting right here. The Falcons have a top-ten pick. Is it interesting position to be in 
if the quarterbacks fall or if somebody wants to get up to your eighth position, you do Falcons preseason games in the building overall? Were they mildly content with what Desmond Ritter did? They knew it was going to be a little bit. Yeah, I think they're more than mildly content. I mean, remember, Marcus Mariota started most of the season, but Ritter came in, played well in the preseason, and then he came in and did well at the back end of the season. So they're speaking in encouraging terms. But to quote Fontenot, they said there's no way they're going to anoint him as their QB1 right now. We just heard him say they're going to add to the quarterback room. It would probably be a veteran type of quarterback. They don't have a veteran quarterback on the roster right now. Now, let's not forget, there's a lot of speculation that the Falcons may be in play to maybe get into the Lamar Jackson trading sweepstakes. But seeing how Terry Fontenot and head coach Arthur Smith have put this team together, to give up that type of capital to make a trade for one player seems something way out of their playbook. So, I, again, in, in listening to Fontenot and talking to people in the organization, it seems like if they add to the quarterback room, it would be a veteran. Desmond Ritter would have to earn that number one job. But right now, it looks like they're very happy with his progress. And if they do go for a veteran, they do have some financial flexibility. After cutting Marcus Mariota this morning, they now have north of 65 million, with an M, 65 million in available cap space. We have some breaking news. The uh, Browns and Jets were just announced for the Hall of Fame game. So Joe Thomas is going in. Darrell Rivas, Joe Klecko are going in. August 3rd, we have a game. 156 days from now will be your next NFL game. And we might see Deshaun Watson if, if Kevin Stefanski wants to play starters that day. Andrew Barry, their GM, talked a little bit about his contract in this offseason. Yeah, I mean, there, there's a couple things that he said that were very interesting without being specific. Andrew Barry rarely gets into specifics in public's, uh, public announcement type of situations. But he did say when asked about restructuring veteran players' contracts because they have to get under the salary cap that quarterback Deshaun Watson's fully guaranteed deal it's a possible it's a possibility to be restructured and that's one way that they can get under the cap and add players if they redo his deal in some way shape or form he wouldn't commit to say he's there doing that this year but that is a possibility now privately I asked Barry is it going to be simpler this this season without a first round draft pick to build your roster knowing that Watson is going to be able to play week one. He said absolutely, because last year, because of the looming suspension, they did not know what it was going to be like to build a roster, not knowing how long Deshaun Watson was going to be out, how, who was going to be the, the full-time backup at the time. So this year, because they have stability at that position, he said it will be easier to shape a roster around Watson's skills than it was this time last year when they made the big move for him. And that big move included the 12th overall pick, which would have been the Browns, but now is in Houston. Houston Nick yep. Casario has 2 and 12. The Browns' first selection is the 12th pick in the second round, which this year, at least this year, is 42 overall. Thank you, Steve Weich. Meantime, Rhett, we have some other quarterback news out of Tennessee today. Yeah, we do, in fact. And uh, I think there was a lot of question as to whether 2023 in Tennessee would bring about the Malik Willis era, right? Third round pick last year out of Liberty for the Titans. Subbed in as uh, Ryan Tannehill missed the final five games of the season uh, in 2022 with the ankle injury. But it doesn't sound like that is the case, or at least as Rand Carthon, the new GM of the Titans, said today at the Combine. Ryan is under contract. 
you know, I know you guys, I, I, I just want to speak freely for a moment. <laughs> you know, I know everybody wants to make a big deal, you know, out of the quarterback position and whether he will or won't be here. But you guys just have to accept the fact that Ryan is under contract, you know, for us. And right now he's a Titan and he will be a Titan. It seems like a like as much of it as an endorsement as you would get at this point in the offseason from a general manager as Mike Giardi is back here with us listening to what Rand Carthon had to say about the quarterback spot. Ryan Tannehill is a Titan and will be a Titan, I guess, until he's not. And has been working out in the area, has right. been getting together with guys. I, I think it's interesting that when you look at his, his number, his cap number, and everybody's obsessed with the cap, it's fairly low for starting quarterbacks right. now oh, that aren't on rookie contracts. So it's all relative. When, you, when you talk about the idea of moving on from Ryan Tannehill, well, you mentioned Malik Willis, just not ready yet, yeah. right? And, and there's going to have to be a big step from him from year one to year two to be that guy. They had to turn to Joshua Dobbs, a, a journeyman, to sort of pilot them through the back part of the season and almost get them into the postseason. So I think you're looking at Willis as a project that is far away. Well, in the short term, Ryan's a leader. When he's healthy, he's been a good player for them. His teammates respect him. It just makes a lot of sense to just continue with that relationship rather than move on and then have to find yourself another veteran quarterback right. who is going to cost some money because the price is only going up for those guys. Yeah, I mean, it's a good point. And when Ryan's healthy and, and when, you know, they run the offense the way they want to, pretty difficult to deal with. Yes. And when Derrick Henry is out there, you know, healthy as well. So we'll see if that uh, continues into 2023. Uh, we know someone who will not continue into 2023 and they're – previous role now is Leslie Frazier's defensive coordinator for the Bills stepping away from coaching as they announced uh, today. Does it sound like Sean McDermott's going to have a bigger impact than maybe he even did before Leslie was there? So they're, they're non-committal, as he said. This The conversations with Leslie just happened last week. So yeah. they're the beginning stages of trying to figure out how they want to operate going forward. But obviously, Sean McDermott made his bones as a defensive coordinator in this league before becoming the head coach for the Buffalo Bills. And it is something that he said, if, if I feel comfortable, I feel like that's the best thing for the team to do going forward, then, then I'll do that. Uh, Leslie only taking a year off unclear about whether or not he returns and has his old job back. They haven't really gotten that far either. But it was interesting to hear Ron Rivera, who coached with McDermott in Carolina, and he said, very aggressive play caller. And I think if you talk to some people in Buffalo, they'd like a little bit more aggression from their defense. And that's Sean's pedigree. At least it was in Carolina. Right. That's how he sort of made his reputation. So curious to see how that works. But again, beginning, beginning processes for them. And McDermott said, I, I, I do want to still have the big picture in mind because, as we know, that difficult job that they have as a head coach managing all facets of every part of the game. Yeah, and as Brandon Bean was sitting right there uh, when he joined us here live on NFL Now just a couple of hours ago, he said continuity is what they want on defense. This is a good defense, and it has yes. been for the last few years. They want to keep that as much as they can. So, yeah, it certainly wouldn't shock me to see maybe an elevation from the staff. Al Holcomb comes in, as you Absolutely. mentioned, and then Sean takes on a bigger role as the head coach and perhaps de facto defensive coordinator. So we'll see there in Buffalo. You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. 
Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snagajob is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On-demand, temp to hire, part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. All right, back here with you, NFL Now at the Combine, live from Indianapolis here as the Giants with some really big decisions to make as Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley both set to become free agents March 15th. Saquon just played out his fifth-year option. Daniel Jones had his decline. So how do the Giants bring back not just one but both? Something general manager Joe Shane talked a bit about today. If then scenarios, we're going through those, so... Um, if it gets out of hand and it's 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 out of our comfort zone, um, you know we have the tag. We have we can only tag one player. Um, we'll use that. And if somebody's got to walk, then you know it's it's un- unfortunate, but uh, that's a part of the business. And we're still build, building a team, and you know that's important to keep in mind. I would love to have them both back. Yeah, I think uh, they work they work well with each other. Uh, you know their entire careers in the NFL, they've been together. Um, you know, I do think they, again, they complement each other well, and we're, we're trying to, we've had, again, productive conversations with both the representatives, and, you know, again, the, the goal is to hopefully get something done. So, Jones and Barkley, just two, I mean, an important two, but two of a long list of notable free agents here as the Giants uh, have here as we sent out on our, the NFL Game Day Twitter account there. Includes uh, Darius Slayton, Sterling Shepard, who've been key pieces of the wide receiver core uh, these last few years. And uh, some more on the defensive side of the ball as well, including safety Julian Love, who's played well uh, these last couple of years. Rhett Lewis and Judy Batista back here with you inside the Indianapolis Convention Center here. Um, and, you know, Judy, as uh, as we look at what Joe Shane just said, like, yeah, I'd love to have both those guys back, but how, I think, is obviously the biggest question. So the answer is... Very carefully. Right. Um, yes. First of all, the first priority is certainly Daniel Jones, and what happens there will affect what happens with Saquon Barkley. They are working with Daniel Jones. They have another meeting scheduled for today. They said they've been in constant communication. Um, I talked to a member of the organization last night who said... 
they are cautiously optimistic that they're going to get this done, a, a deal with Daniel Jones. They said we went through this with Eli Manning, too. And ultimately, of course, Eli spent his entire career in New York. Yeah. So there is optimism that they will get a deal done with Daniel Jones. But make no mistake, he will be franchise tagged if they cannot get a deal done. Obviously, they would prefer to get the deal done because they'd like to have that franchise tag in their back pocket if they need it for Saquon Barkley. They would like him back, too. But you sort of heard Joe Shane say, well, if we need to use the franchise tag on Daniel Jones, then somebody has to walk. Well, that that somebody would be Saquon if, if right. they can't get a deal done with him and, and they have to use the tag on Daniel Jones. So certainly the hope, and again, there's cautious optimism in the Jets organization, is that they can get both of them done. And then, of course, you know, across the street, if you will, <laughs> down the road. with the New York Jets down the road, there are quarterback questions there, but a bit differently, right? The Giants trying to figure out how to bring Daniel Jones back. The Jets trying to figure out what really who? to do yeah. and whom they, they will turn to at quarterback this year with, you know, Zach Wilson obviously struggling last year and Joe Douglas, their general manager, talking a bit about that today. Obviously, you guys have seen reports about the uh, us bringing Derek Carr in about a week and a half ago. Um, I can tell you that was a fantastic visit. Uh, we really enjoyed spending time with him. Um, obviously, he's the, he's the only quarterback that I can I can really shed any light on for you guys uh, since he's the only quarterback that's that's a free agent. But uh, you know, I can say that uh, he left a he left a strong impression with everybody. And so. And. So the Jets, who met with Derek Carr uh, in New York a little while ago, and now will meet with him in Indianapolis for a second time, as will the Saints, um, as you saw there. Uh, Judy, what do you make of this <laughs> potential connection at quarterback with Derek Carr and the Jets? Well, first of all, Joe Douglas could not have raved anymore yeah. about Derek Carr, not just as a player and competitor, but as a person. He, he went on at length about how, uh, how strong an impression Derek Carr had made during their meeting. They loved him. Um, but let's be honest, they, like pretty much everybody else in the NFL, is waiting for the decision coming out of Green Bay um, from Aaron Rodgers about what he wants to do and what the Packers want to do about him. Right. Um, and all the dominoes are going to fall from there. Joe Douglas obviously could not discuss that. Uh, he was asked a number of different times, have you talked to the Green Bay Packers just in generalities? And he said, well, I talked to a lot of GMs at this time of the year. He wouldn't say yes or no, but certainly the assumption is he has. But they're waiting, right? I mean, Aaron Rodgers' decision is the thing that is going to set I think the Brian entire. Brian is waiting for yes, that too. Right. Maybe, I mean, the whole quarterback market Ziggler, is waiting maybe. for it. So, uh, but they love Derek Carr, and certainly the uh, the sense you get from them is that if Aaron Rodgers is out of the picture, that Derek Carr would be their target. Uh, but be an interesting marriage, uh, certainly there mm -hmm. with uh, with that group and, and with Derek Carr and the work that he has already. Uh, put out there on his resume in his uh, productive NFL career. Judy Batista there with the latest for New York's teams. They're the Giants and the Jets. NFL Now is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. 
You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count.